The Chicago White Sox were rained out on Wednesday afternoon. Even Arizona falls victim to the possibility of inclement weather uh, in the spring. White Sox bullpen is a bit depleted right now and has a few question marks heading into these last few weeks of camp. But White Sox relievers will need to play a big role early on. There are some new concession deals going on at the ballpark this season on Tuesdays, and something is happening near Lot B. You are Locked On White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome to Locked on White Sox. Thank you for making Locked on White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, Just search Locked on White Sox. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, welcome back to Lockdown White Sox. Two weeks away from opening day, our Chicago White Sox head to Houston to kick things off a four-game series. Uh, Appreciate you continuing to pass this podcast along to other White Sox fans uh, in your life and uh, get those questions and comments in for next week's uh, Wednesday mailbag, uh, LockedOnSox at gmail.com. Spring training record for our Chicago White Sox, eight and six uh, with a tie. Uh, Sox were, of course, rained out. Uh, on Wednesday afternoon. Uh, Update you on some of the World Baseball Classic action if you've been following it. Uh, Exciting stuff. I I think it's an exciting brand of baseball and whatever gets people excited about baseball, I'm all for it. Uh, Yoan Mankata for Team Cuba. Uh, As of this recording, uh, in five games, uh, eight for 19, slashing 421, 522, 737, uh, four walks, three strikeouts, a home run, and five RBIs. He started off slow, uh, but he has come on fast for uh, Team Cuba when they have needed him. Uh, Aloy Jimenez, uh, four for seven in his, uh, it's just a small sample size with a couple RBIs, but Good to see him swinging the bat and staying healthy as he plays outfield. Uh, Luis Robert, uh, not so much in five games, five for 22. Uh, he has four RBIs, but seven uh, strikeouts. Uh, hey, let's follow up on uh, Dylan Cease's outing uh, from Tuesday against the Oakland Athletics. Uh, remember, this was his first outing after that extremely rough uh, outing against the Kansas City Royals where he gave up 11 runs and and less than an inning's work, really. Uh, the 2022 AL Cy Young runner-up uh, responded to that blunder against the Royals by allowing three hits in two runs, only one earned over three and a third innings, striking out four in his longest start of the spring so far. This is what Dylan Cease had to say. I needed to get back on the mound 
anytime you get beat down pretty good, I think the best thing is just to get back up there and keep going until you have some success. Uh, I threw curveballs and sliders really well for strikes. I started off a little slow, uh, but I feel like I got my rhythm. It's definitely a positive step in the right direction. When I'm locked and ready to go, which I feel like I am, I think these last couple starts uh, before opening day are going to be really sharp, Dylan C. said. Good enough for me. Again, I listened to uh, I listened to, uh, to that game on the MLB app, and uh, you could tell the announcers were commenting on how shaky Cease was in that first inning, and they were well aware of what happened against the Royals uh, again, but uh, he is, he said, look, sometimes you got to get punched in the mouth, you know, to kind of come down to earth and, and tighten some things up. And I think Ethan Katz is right there with him of a, it matters, you know, let, let's clean it up right now. Uh, because the, the clock is, is ticking here. Uh, this is what, uh, manager Pedro Grafol had to say. He is not worried by the way. Uh, one start is not going to affect Dylan uh, spring training started. He's working on some things. He was just uh, doing a little bit of what he does. Uh, so uh, good stuff there. Again, Dylan sees uh, healthy, which is what we all are just hoping for uh, as we're counting down until that opening day. So Sox and Giants rained out Wednesday afternoon, uh, probably a welcomed day off. This past Monday was their last scheduled day off. It's been a busy spring. Uh, they have had a lot of games going on. Uh, since they started things up on February 25th. Uh, I, I bet it was kind of nice uh, just to have an extra day thrown in there with, you know, you know these two weeks left, a lot going on. Uh, some might say the dog days of spring training. Uh, Lucas Giolito will throw four innings in a B game on Thursday. Nick Avilia uh, will be an opener in the Cactus League matchup uh, ahead of Jesse Schultons. Again, Nick Avilia was that Rule 5 uh, draft pick uh, this past offseason. And Rick Hahn uh, said, look, I'm, I'm only going to take uh, somebody in the Rule 5 draft if I think they can help uh, in 2023. And maybe he might find his way into the bullpen. You know, a uh, bullpen for the White Sox is a big question mark right now, in my opinion. Uh, I think it's something that is understandably depleted uh, when you look at it on the surface. Some of the names that we've got, uh, Crochet and Hendricks, are noticeably and understandably absent uh, right now. Uh, so I go back to Scott Merkin's article on WhiteSox.com uh, earlier this past month, March 4th, uh, when he was going through just some players that he thought, uh, you know, have the best chance of making the roster. And he's got eight guys uh, out of the bullpen. So five starters, eight bullpen arms. And he had Kendall Graveman, uh, Ronaldo Lopez. Uh, both of those obviously make sense. Aaron Bummer, which we'll get to in a moment. Uh, Joe Kelly, Jimmy Lambert, Jake Diekman, uh, Jose Ruiz, Nick Avilia. So six right-handed pitchers, two left-handed pitchers. Uh, others that are on the fringe, you got Tanner Banks, who came up big in certain situations uh, last season. Matt Foster, Gregory Santos, and Frank uh, German, both of those two uh, picked up 
uh, just in, in acquisitions this past off season. So uh, Bummer expects to be ready for the season opener, Merkin wrote, uh, despite telling MLB.com he took a step back at the start of spring training due to nagging soreness in his left shoulder lat area. He feels good presently. Again, this was early March. So there was a very recent article in the Chicago Sun-Times by Mark Gonzalez highlighting Aaron Bummer. And Gonzalez wrote, in a best-case scenario, left-handed reliever Aaron Bummer will be ready for the start of the regular season with no time to spare. Uh, that was the forecast Bummer disclosed uh, Sunday after throwing 35 pitches in his second bullpen session. I've had enough run-ins with the training staff on building schedules that I trust them to put me in a position to succeed, and we'll see where we're at seven to ten days from now and seven to ten days after that. Uh, with the March 30th uh, season opener approaching, Bummer is playing catch-up after experiencing a lingering discomfort in the left shoulder lat area that limited him to 26% innings last season. Uh, Bummer doesn't know when he will pitch in a regularly scheduled game. I'm just getting through bullpens, and we move from bullpens to simulated games, then simulated games into real games, Bummer said, uh, who limited left-handed hitters to a 256 slugging percentage in 2022 I know that I'm not a starter that needs two to three innings or anything like that, Bummer said. Uh, so, again, Monday uh, it was the last scheduled day off uh, before the Sox will be departing for Houston following their uh, spring finale against the Cubs on March 28th. And according to Gonzalez in that Sun-Times article, uh, manager Pedro Grifol plans to start playing his starters and reserves with more uh, regularity. That includes second baseman Romy Gonzalez, who hasn't played since Wednesday because that's last Wednesday, uh, because of what Grafal described as body soreness. Nothing alarming, Grafal said. And again, Gonzalez hitting under 100 in spring training. Not that it maybe matters a ton, but are you going to break camp with somebody that's got some injuries? Romy Gonzalez was supposed to be a guy that was definitely going to compete, if not win the second base job. This was, of course, before Elvis Andrus came into the fold. Uh, the pitch clock can definitely help pitchers get into a rhythm this coming season, but it might also disrupt a pitcher's stamina. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. The midway point of the NBA season is... Uh, here and now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book, because new customers get a no sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's bonus bets back if your first bet uh, doesn't win. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Then you can bet on anything from the money line to point scores and threes drained. Uh, plus, FanDuel even lets you combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout with a same-game parlay. Uh, so don't miss the chance to get your no-sweat first bet up to $1,000 in bonus bets when you go to FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on to learn more. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. A really interesting article uh, in The Athletic uh, by James Feagan uh, recently. White Sox pitching coach Ethan Katz on bullpen use 
hidden impact of pitch clock. So, uh, you know, we talked about, and, and, you know, I'm sure you're talking about it with other Sox fans in your life. Uh, the pitch clock uh, can help guys get into a rhythm and get them out of their heads, uh, specifically guys like Lucas Giolito, maybe Michael Kopech and Dylan Cease. Uh, but this athletic article spoke on the flip side of the pitch clock, how, how it may uh, present a problem. Uh, Fegan wrote, a lot of speculation on the effects of the pitch clock has centered around a decline in velocity for max effort pitchers who no longer have as much time to recover and load up. Uh, but White Sox pitching coach Ethan Katz is more specifically uh, worried about starters who no longer have the space to take a breather amid a long inning, pitching through points of fatigue. I think it's real, Kat said. I think it's unknown right now, but I think it's real. I think starting pitchers are more susceptible to get hurt than ever before, Kat said, because they have a long inning and you're trying to push them through. Uh, they can be susceptible if they have a 20-pitch inning 25 pitch inning and a 20 pitch inning, they don't really get a chance to catch their breath. That's where my job and the catcher's job are trying to help them find moments to find time. There's stuff we've talked about that I will not say to kind of make these things happen a little bit easier, uh, but it's something that's going to be a lot different uh, that we're going to have to adjust and really pay attention to because in decision making, if a guy has two or three hard innings, it might be a factor in him going six innings instead of seven. Are we thinking still closer by committee? Uh, this is what Pedro Grafol said. We're not going to have this is our ninth inning guy. Uh, we're definitely looking for the best matchup, Kat said, because the best matchup might be in the eighth inning and do not have time. Uh, to wait until the ninth inning, get three outs in the eighth inning and figure out the ninth later because it might push the order down. We might like taking our chance with somebody else and put a little bit more leverage in the guy that we think can do the job in the eighth. However, it pre presents itself and also recognizing who's on the bench on the other side and what moves they might be making. There's a lot of smart people in that dugout that I trust, Grafol said. Uh, talking about input from his staff on high leverage reliever use. Uh, when we make decisions, I want them to have a lot of suggestions and throw them my way. Obviously, I have to make the decision and I've got to live with the decision that I make, but we're all in this thing together. How refreshing is that? Uh, the team of rivals mentality. Grafol, uh, you know, very humble. I mean, he gets it. Like everybody... I'm looking for all the ideas, you know, and that is going to have to be a, a snap decision. And I think those decisions will get uh, a little bit easier, you know, as the season rolls on and Grafol has a better understanding and even cats of, of, you know, who can play in different spots. And, and, and sometimes you might want to go with the hot hand, especially, uh, you know, if, if they can do it, if they're feeling healthy and they're ready to go, maybe back-to-back -back games or three games uh, in a row. But I love that he's willing, you know, hey, let's all bring some input in. Maybe you're seeing something that I haven't been seeing, uh, and let's put our heads together here. Look, I, I think the bullpen is going to be so important uh, early on as starting pitchers look to get their legs uh, and adjustments are still made with regards, you know, to the pitch clock. Uh, I, I thought those were some great points by Ethan Katz and that, 
uh, athletic article by James Fegan. It's like, yeah, the pitch clock can help speed some pitchers up, get them out of their head, get them in a rhythm. But, you know, some of these guys that are max effort, you know, they got to catch their breath. You know, we don't want to, we don't want to force them into a situation where they're pulling a muscle or, or, you know, they're, they're getting out of their, uh, you know, their repeatable motion uh, because there isn't as much time as they're used to. That's something I'm I'm assuming they're working on right now, but I think it's still going to go on in April and May. Uh, Winning, you know, on the margins is going to be critical. Uh, Something that did not happen for the White Sox last season, especially in April and May. Uh, And if our starters, you know, just they don't have their legs quite yet, which is the case uh, for all of Major League Baseball, uh, the Sox are absolutely going to have to rely on, uh, right now, a a questionable bullpen. Hopefully it galvanizes in the next two weeks, but the bullpen is going to be essential. Uh, Comparisons being made uh, talking about winning on the margins here, comparisons being made to Elvis Andrus and Tadahito Aguchi. Uh, according to Kenny Williams, Aguchi was the missing piece in 2005. Uh, could Elvis Andrus provide that spirit in 2023? Scott Merkin had an interesting uh, write up on uh, whitesacks.com. Merkin wrote uh, Andrus seems to fit perfectly into Pedro Grafol's aggressive managerial style and is an exceptional clubhouse presence. Uh, but of course, time will tell if this new second baseman has the same championship closing effect 18 years later. I, I know we're still talking about 2005, and we should be talking about 2005. Uh, hopefully, we've got a new team, new year to talk about uh, very soon. But wow, uh, what Scott Pitsednik and Tadahito Aguchi did one two. Uh, in that lineup, day after day, it, it was clockwork. You know, Pitsednik would get on, uh, maybe steal a bag, so he'd be on second before you know it. And then uh, Tadahito Aguchi, uh, who could hit for power, he knew his role, and it was get uh, Pitsednik over. You know, hitting to the uh, to the right side, uh, played some great second base. So uh, that's high praise for Elvis Andres if he's hitting in that ninth spot, second leadoff guy. And turning the lineup over, I'd like to see that. Uh, obviously, uh, high praise for Elvis Andrews all throughout the clubhouse. And I think the Sox definitely got better uh, bringing him back uh, last month. Uh, he might, most likely was on Grafol's wish list. We talk about those, uh, you know, those guys this past offseason. You know, what type of game does uh, Pedro Grafol want to play? Uh, you know, how does he see a lineup? And maybe he was really in, in Rick Hahn's ear of like, look, I, I see value in, in Elvis Andres. I want this guy on my team. Uh, he's going to help me play the way, uh, the type of game I want to play. There will be some new deals on food and drink this season on Tuesdays at the ballpark and some interesting developments and improvements outside of gate five. Uh, more on that uh, in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Ultimate Baseball GM. Hey, I'm really excited about our new partner and sponsor of today's episode, the mobile game Ultimate Baseball GM. Uh, Ever dreamed of becoming an MLB GM and managing your professional baseball franchise? Well, your dream could come true, and this game is definitely uh, for you. Manage every strategic aspect of your play play through the season and lead your team to glory. You are responsible for hiring the right coaches and staff, scouting and drafting players, navigating your franchise through free agency and all the ups and downs of a season. 
Uh, all this in a challenging and realistic game world. Ultimate Baseball GM is completely free and playable offline. Play on the go as you want and when you want to. Now, folks, is your chance to prove that you can be more competent than our GM, Rick Hahn. No guarantee uh, that you'll have as much job security as him, but it'll be fun to have a seat at the table over and over again. Hopefully you set the market and be proactive instead of reactive. Uh, Locked on White Sox listeners get 100% free boost to their franchise when using the promo Locked On in the game store. So make sure to check it out to download the game. Just visit probaseballgm.com. Scan the code or look it up in the app stores. That's probaseballgm.com. Ultimate Baseball GM. Start your dynasty today. All right, I don't know if you saw this. Uh, White Sox uh, released it on social media. Uh, I don't know if I came across it on the website quite yet. I saw it on their uh, Twitter feed. Uh, There's some new stadium concession prices on Tuesdays. Now, way back when, maybe 20 years ago or so, if not more, they used to have these types of deals like I think it was Pepsi Monday. It might even switch to Pepsi Tuesday where you would bring literally uh, an empty bottle of Pepsi or a can of Pepsi and you'd get uh, deals on tickets that you were you would buy at the ticket booth. Uh, all of that stuff is completely uh, non-existent pretty much anymore. Uh, everything's on the app, but you know, this is an interesting move here. So on Tuesdays this season, uh, you're going to have $5 Miller Lite Modelo 16 ounce drafts, uh, that left field area, uh, that gets kind of rowdy on Friday and Saturdays. I think Tuesdays, it's going to be crazy out there in the outfield. So, uh, you got $5 Vienna beef, hot dog, or Polish, uh, sausages, uh, $5 Garrett popcorn, uh, $5 Coca-Cola products, uh, nachos are $5 on Tuesdays, and a slice of beggar's pizza, 5 bucks. Not bad. Uh, again, still overpaying for all of those things, but compared to where beer sales and other uh, items are at, 5 bucks on Tuesdays, uh, not bad at, at all. So look for that this season. And there's also a ton of changes around the the ballpark, especially uh, Lot B near Gate 5. So that is where you would enter perhaps the uh, Shy Sacks Bar and Grill, the the souvenir shop, uh, the the depot is over there. I've I've talked about it on this podcast, tons of construction, and this stuff happened like days after the season ended. Uh, They're putting in all these bollards for, for security purposes, I guess, but you know, I had heard a rumor that, you know, perhaps the uh, original uh, Comiskey Park home plate that's still there, of course, might be getting a bit of a moment, you know, maybe, I don't know, a, a bit of a brick wall or some plaque or, or some sort of distinction, a, a protection perhaps. So so folks have, will, will never be able to drive over it. And it looks like that could be happening, that there's a white tent right now uh, when you walk by uh, Lot B there's a white tent kind of over where the old home plate would be almost like if they're, you know, building something and wanting to keep it uh, kind of secret. There's also a bunch of uh, green AstroTurf that's being installed uh, by that walkway uh, that you would, you would kind of enter off of uh, shields and you'd be walking uh, East uh, towards the Shy Sacks uh, bar and grill and towards the sports depot. 
lots of green astroturf over there. Uh, definitely have a different look. Tons of work that still needs to be done uh, with less than, what, three weeks to go uh, until the home opener. So uh, I'm sure that's going to ramp up soon. But, uh, you know, I, I walked over there the other day and I was pretty surprised. Uh, green astroturf in there. So I, I, I do hope that old Comiskey Park home plate uh, does have a moment. Uh, we'll see. Speaking of uh, old Comiskey Park, Alas, Comiskey Part 3, uh, Thursday night, 8 p.m., March 16th. Uh, I have really enjoyed uh, Parts 1 and 2. I've watched them uh, a few times. Cannot wait for this finale, uh, Part 3. From what I uh, remember talking to uh, producer, uh, writer, uh, Matt Flesh, I think this is going to focus a little bit on the bullpen. So not, timely with everything that's going on with our current bullpen uh, this coming season. So check that out. Last Comiskey part three should drop on YouTube at 8 PM Thursday, uh, March 16th, of course. Hey folks, thank you so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the lockdown white sacks podcast. Absolutely. Everywhere you find your podcast. Uh, we're on Twitter at Lockdown Socks. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get your questions in for next week's mailbag, LockdownSacks at gmail.com. Thanks for making Lockdown White Sacks your first listen. For your second listen, check out Lockdown Fantasy Baseball. Win your league by listening to Matt and Dom every day as they bring you the best fantasy baseball strategies. Uh, find Lockdown Fantasy Baseball wherever you get your podcasts and on YouTube, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, on the next episode, I'll continue to bring you the latest happenings from Glendale, Arizona, as the White Sox inch closer to opening day. Really appreciate you making time for the Lockdown White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.